0: wherever you are, if you're working from home or in a city hall or a county building, welcome. And uh, each week, or actually a few times a month, we'll say, we, we um, um, love to interview and get to know local government leaders around the country. And our purpose is very simple, it's to equip, inspire, educate, and enlighten local government officials um, from all around the country and uh, help to help you do your job better to help you get things done to help you uh, have a perspective that's unique and maybe improve from your past so you can thrive and and be really an effective person at what you're doing and we like to interview people from different uh, parts of local government different uh, staff positions that have different insights and today we're really excited because we have Melissa Crowder with us and she's the Assistant City Clerk West Hollywood, California. Uh, Good morning to you. Good
1: morning. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a delight to get to know you and having uh, having had a chance to speak with you and learn a little bit about West Hollywood. I know y'all call it WeHo, right? WeHo? WeHo, yes. yeah um but you know we have not um this topic that we're on today for this particular podcast is about this topic of appreciation and how leaders can utilize this very simple people concept of appreciation to really really make an impact in their work but we're going to get to that kind of last but so building up to that i wanted to just ask you a couple of questions would love for you just to take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself, what your role is there at the city, maybe what your role was before you came to uh, California.
1: Um, so, you know, I've, I was born in Alexandria, Virginia, but I've lived in California most of my life. Um, and I've been in local government uh, since 1999. Um, I started with the city of Beverly Hills. Um, I held various roles in that organization, anywhere from uh, a legal secretary in the city attorney's office, um, all the way to the role when I left the city, which was city clerk specialist. Um, and I uh, took a position in West Hollywood, which was a promotion as the assistant city clerk. Um, so I've been in local government for a long time, um, and it's been, you know, most of my adulthood. So that's
0: what I've done. Awesome. Forever, yeah. Now tell us, help us to get to know you a little bit more. Tell us, in West Hollywood, uh, of course, a lot of people have visited California and love it. I used to live out there and really enjoyed it. But tell us, tell us, uh, like a hobby of yours. What do you What do you enjoy doing when you're not slaving away at WeHo?
1: Uh, you know, so I'm an avid reader, um, and no, not anything very heavy. Um, I deal with heavy stuff all day in my profession. And so I just like to read, uh, nice nonfiction fiction novels that are pretty simple. Um, I enjoy my family. That was one of the toughest parts. Um, when we were in the safer at home order was not being able to see my daughter and my granddaughter um, and my son-in-law, because they don't live with us. And my daughter is a healthcare worker. And so um, that, that was the toughest part of this. Because, yeah, being with my family, my son is a travel baseball player. And so baseball is our life for the most part. Um, we haven't had any baseball <laughs> for quite a while, um, which has been weird for our family because our weekends were away at baseball games. So um, last summer we were in Omaha for a huge tournament and we were supposed to be in Arizona a couple of weeks ago. And so it's like life has come to a halt in some ways, which is yeah. on the, on the younger people, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. And I think about the coronavirus, the impact on just our, um, connecting as people, being able to do things socially, which, you know, we're finding is very, very, very important. And it's, uh, yeah I
1: actually participated in a zoom baby shower on Saturday (laughs) and I was like how do you even have a baby shower but it was really neat you know we played games and we you know which we didn't get to have cake or anything which is probably a good thing um since we're all dealing with our quarantine bodies um but it was actually a lot of fun you know I've done a couple of you know like cocktail parties with friends and we actually I'm um, in the city clerks division we were doing um, coffee with the clerks on Wednesday so we get our team together and have a zoom meeting and have coffee and share our I'll share my you know whichever fun mug you had that day with you um, it was a way for us to see each other and to kind of connect and not talk about work and how crazy it's been but just you know checking in how are you doing is everybody okay you know um, because while some of us, you know, we have families and we're home with our families, we have people who are home by themselves. So, um,
0: Yeah, I appreciate you so. bringing that up, and I, I wanted to sort of play off of that a bit. It, uh, cities and counties all across the country are having to adapt to what's going on, much like businesses, of course, but they're also making decisions for the general public. Mm-hmm. But, But, you know, what you just mentioned about paying attention to those people Drivers, those influences at the people level, Mm -hmm. and trying to meet people where they are, and comfort them, and have uh, compassion and empathy, and having discussions of how are you doing, not not how is your role, not how are your tasks doing, right? How are you doing? Sort of mental health, emotional health. Tell me a little bit more about that because I think a lot of cities and counties could benefit from some of the things that you all have been doing. Not, Not only that, which is unique for now, but also you were talking about you know, how the team comes together and, and, and y'all sort of have a culture of learning and people contribute on a regular basis to leading different uh, meetings within the city. Tell me, tell me about some of that.
1: Uh, yeah. So, you know, we, that's one thing about West Hollywood that's um, really unique and fun and that, you know, our city manager, Paul Aravallo is, is really okay with others leading conversations, others leading um meetings and one of the things that started prior to COVID was a group called We Are We Ho. and um, they were one tasked with um, looking at the organization and making recommendations to the city manager and it was um, everyone from director level to line staff who were part of these conversations so you were getting a representation of everyone and that has actually moved in even while we're home and we have a weekly we are we ho call, the city manager reports to staff on what's going on, what the current county health orders are, um, where if when if we're going back to city hall and what that's gonna look like. And as we're now moving into four months since we've been working from home, he's actually um we have a different topic each time. So we had our social services staff reporting on how they're delivering meals to seniors in a different way. They're utilizing our transportation vans, which used to pick up our seniors and our disabled community members. They're using those to take food to those seniors who would normally have gone to our community center for their daily lunch. So they're doing that and how we're helping the homeless community in West Hollywood by handing out masks and talking to them about being safe and, you know, installing some wash stations so that they can be safe um, is really challenging in this environment. And some of the innovative things we've done since moving to this around um, staying connected with the employees is every morning at 830, Monday through Thursday, we have what's called mindful moments. And it's led by one of the staff members from Human Resources. And she picks a quote for the day. And she's very honest about, you know, where she's at mentally and then offers a quote. And then everybody, it's through Teams. And so everybody kind of in the chat, you know, will offer an encouraging message or share how they're coping with something or how they're staying positive in all this. Because on top of, you know, the COVID situation, then we had all the protesting going on, and so i um, dealing with a lot of that. And then we've had, um, they have a group called Hope and Connection for those who are feeling kind of isolated. Um, like I said, we do have some people who, they live alone, and so if they can't go to work and they can't go see friends, how are they staying connected and how are they doing? Um, we have a caregivers group for those who are either dealing with a family member who has COVID, or simply has an elderly family member who lives with them, or you know, all of us who have children. Not only were we learning to work from home, but our kids were, you know, learning from home, and so we were teacher and we were trying to adjust how we did our tasks from home. So um, I think West Hollywood did a really good job in saying, yes, the work is important. Yes, uh, responding to our community is important. But we have to remember that our employees are our biggest asset and how do we support them in this environment
0: well really great very practical tips and things you all are doing uh, very very impressive i'm I'm hoping that other cities and counties that are listening to this um, are able to kind of key off some of those things I know that people that we want to serve the whole person when we can but really even so much more now, obviously, since there's this element of isolation, switch gears, not a whole lot, actually, because okay. it's a related topic, you know, this idea of motivation. So, yes. uh, uh, excuse me, of appreciation. And, and in our work as leaders, whether you're a city manager, county manager, in finance, tax, tax assessor, whatever, um, dealing with people, working with people Um, leading them, giving them feedback, uh, motivating them, um, keeping them inspired, keeping them focused, all of those things. There are several tools that we have in our, in our, in our toolkit. And one of them is this idea of appreciation. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to share with the audience that's listening. uh, And I think I may have shared this with you earlier. If you give someone recognition on a regular basis, their productivity goes up by 23%, according to a study that's a pretty good jump, you know, by constant, not constant, but regular recognition. You recognize people for something they do, some activity that they did well. But appreciation is different. It's about who the person is. It's not about what they do. And productivity, when you you appreciate someone on a regular basis, the productivity goes up 43%. It's almost double, it's amazing. And this is a tool that we have in our toolbox as local government leaders mm-hmm. that doesn't cost the city or county any money. It's completely free. Um, now, I would say it comes from our heart, right? It comes from yeah. our interest in caring for people. So this is the topic. It's appreciation. And I just wanted you to speak to a minute uh, for a minute on how you have used this concept of, of appreciating Uh, your teammates and and you're on a uh, a city clerk team, but you're also on obviously the city team. So you work with a lot of people. How have you seen that play out in your work? How have you used it? And what would have been some of the effects that you've seen there in West Hollywood?
2: You know, sometimes I think the simplest thing to say to someone is I appreciate you. You know, I I appreciate um, how accessible you are. Um, I appreciate that you go out of your way to help me or help the organization when you really didn't have to, Um, you know, prior to being home, um, our team, like half of us are off one Friday. Well, it's not really even half It's like two on one Friday and the rest of us are kind of on the other Friday. And, we, um, a few of us are avid Star Wars fans and so, you know, May the 4th is considered Star Wars day. Uh, and so we've done, you know, where we all wore our Star Wars t-shirts, I bought the team pizza, you know, we played Star Wars music, we worked throughout the day, but we also had fun and, you know... I've had team members say, you know, I miss those things. And so, you know, Cinco de Mayo hit while we were at home. So we actually did a Zoom kind of Cinco de Mayo thing with our group. Um, But I think um, telling someone that you appreciate them, um, you kind of just see this light come on in their eyes. I had one member of the team um, when I first came on refer to himself as scanner boy because he's responsible for our content management system so we use laserfish and it really hurt my heart when he said that because i didn't look at him that way the organization doesn't look at him that way and um having been new to the organization i didn't know kind of what had happened before he he's been there for quite a while and so I said you know what let's go for a walk and we went for a walk and I found and heard all the things that had been said to him by previous um, supervisors and boss that kind of made him feel that that was really all he was worth was scanning and um so I make it a point to um when we were in the office, go over to him, you know, how are you doing? You know, hey, have you been to Disneyland lately because we have that in common. And since we've been home, you know, text or chat with him and just kind of do the same things we would have done when we were in the office. And, you know, now he's helping with our public records because while, yes, we are all from home people, you know, business is still moving forward. People still need access to records. And so he's part of that team. And when he gets to assignments and he's successful, you just see it on his face. And you see it in how he approaches situations. He's just much more positive. And it's, it's amazing that something as simple as Asking someone how they're doing, how their weekend was, or, you know, I appreciate everything you do. I don't consider you. I don't look at you that way. The organization and I find value in all these other things. And he's one of those people that thinks of great things that the rest of us don't. You know, let's reorganize the program because this just doesn't make sense. And he does it and it's awesome. And when he feels valued, his productivity just skyrockets. Um, and so I, I agree with that study that you referred.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it is amazing. We all want um, to know that we're making a difference, that we have some innate value in the world. I would say that's probably true personally and professionally. Am I making a difference? Uh, very few people I know just are there for a paycheck. You know, they they actually want to do something of value. And so being able to tap into, and again, just to distinguish, to be sure everybody's clear on this, recognition is recognizing someone for something that they did. They got a report in on time. They did a great job in front of the city council at the last week's meeting. They were articulate. They had good slides, whatever. That's recognizing them for an achievement. Whereas appreciation is about who they are. So I appreciate the, your attitude I appreciate the fact that you're um, uh, you, you bring levity to the office I appreciate the fact that you're so consistent and you're dedicated you work past five when we need you to and so those are things that are a little bit more about the person as opposed to any specific uh, project that they completed per se very powerful any other thoughts come to mind to you in terms of uh, where you've seen this work before or maybe you've been appreciated and what that did for you uh in the workplace
2: you know um i have a phenomenal city clerk um she's actually uh, one of my closest friends now um she was new uh to her role as city clerk she'd actually only been in the city clerk's office for two years when she was promoted which was hollywood is great at doing is promoting from within um And uh, we had two back-to-back elections um, right as we came into the office. And I think you really grow together when you're in the trenches. And I remember (laughs) the first um, uh, performance review that we did together and um she was just she said i'm so grateful that i hired you i'm so grateful that you were here too because i had a lot more election experience and um not only was it two back-to-back elections but there were some weird circumstances around them and how we had to handle things and you know in dealing with things we'd never dealt with before and She said, you know, you were my rock. You were the one who said that I could do it when I didn't know if I could do it. And um, oftentimes our staff will come to us and say, you know, other people in city hall wish they worked in the city (laughs) clerk's division, you know, just because, you know, one of our, um, our admin secretary is on the association board. And so when she was sworn in, we went into our swearing in and we videotaped it and you know she was very excited and it's really you know something she takes a lot of pride in um you know i don't think appreciation has to be this big huge thing i think it's it's just really simple things um and since we've all been home there's been a lot of rock stars in our organization who have really just stepped up and um made life for the rest of us a little easier. Um, we've had to come up with so many new processes for the way we did things um, since we've been home that the last four months can sometimes feel like four years. Um, and our city manager recognizing that everyone's feeling a little burnout at this point, um, telling each other or, you know, I let the team know it's like if you need a mental health day to just say, I need to step away from all this for a minute, please take that because that's important to us. You know, I don't want you to come in every day or, you know, log into the computer every day. I have to do this again. Um, You know, I want you to feel like it's okay to say, I need a break from this because it's been a lot. Um, And uh, now, you know, we're in our election cycle and like I was sharing before issuing nomination papers. With in COVID and making sure everybody stays safe, plus all of our regular work, it's, it's challenging. Um, but you know, I work for a great organization. We, you know, we, we value each other, um, we care about each other, and, and I think that comes through in everything that we do. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's uh, we, um, we often tell uh, people that we work with that everything we do in local government it falls into one or two buckets uh either it's it's related to a goal or a task in getting something accomplished or it has to do with people and as leaders we want to be successful in our goals in our vision mission strategy and we also want to be successful with people mm-hmm. and it's a learned thing we can learn how to have better interactions with people um And, but it does start with this attitude of, I do care about the people around me and we're going to do something about it. We're going to take action Mm -hmm. and make things, create an environment where people feel cared for nurtured and appreciated and valued. Mm -hmm. And so really, I think for me, this is one of the sort of underpinning elements of a successful local government is this whole idea of taking care of the team. It's really a little bit about servant leadership, It's like putting other people before ourselves. So.
2: Um, well I I think you know most people go into local government um, because they want to help people you know Um, they do care Um, you know when you see one of your seniors who um, is food insecure or you know isn't sure how they're going to pay rent next month um, that 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 hits you right there Um, so Yeah, I don't think anyone went into local government to get rich. Uh, We do it because we care about people. Um, And, you know, that's your community, that's your residents, those are your business owners, but it's your team too. And it's everyone in the organization. So, and I think because we care, you see that in the work product that we do.
0: Wow. Great. I am so looking forward to uh, publishing this and getting it out to cities and counties around the country and offering it as some, some ideas and thoughts around how to not only um, appreciate people, which is, but you've got some good thoughts there, but this bigger idea of how do we care for people in this unique time and space that we're in. So really, really appreciate your agreeing to take some time and Thank you for asking me. It was yeah. I was yeah. a
2: little nervous, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a natural. You're a natural. Oh. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll be sure that anyone listening to this podcast, if you're in California visiting, be sure and go check out West Hollywood. I understand it's geographically a small city.
2: Yeah, uh, we're 1.9 square miles.
0: Yeah. Highly diverse, though, right?
2: It's highly, highly diverse. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, large LGBTQ community, uh, Russian community, a large senior population, we now have some, you know, young families moving in, and um, so thankfully we do, you know, community surveys often to get a sense of what the needs are of the community and where, where we're doing really well and where we need to focus a little more resources, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, anybody that's in California visiting, go by, spend some money at West Hollywood. Yeah. Help their tax rolls, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Although we just had a roll back in California, so aside from outdoor dining, you can't do much. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again. It's been a real thank delight, you, Bill. and hope you have a great week and y'all stay uh, healthy and safe.
2: You too. Stay safe and healthy. Bye,
0: everybody.